if he's a little orange, he's got a nice boy haircut. <laughs> he's always happy. There's we're a tanning happy. machine just blasting him right now. Yeah, we're happy. Oh, yeah. and you got now. See, he's all insecure now. Look what you did now. He's blocking his whole view now. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying Jimmy, to wipe the screen. Jimmy's always on me Trump, about the blurriness. Jimmy's <laughs> Trump tan going. Um, we're live with the garden port. Naturally, <laughs> Trump tan. It's all natural. Officially, we believe um, we got big uh, NBA news. Season, NBA season's underway. We had a lot of off-season fun, off-season additions of the Garden Report. A ton of stuff went down, obviously, and there's still a ton of things going on with the Celtics. Uh, but the season kind of sort of began, and it's, it, I mean, it's it's on. I mean, they've announced the uh, upcoming opponents. We'll talk about that a little bit. Um, training camp so to speak, a really, really short one. Uh, the team's reporting, they're practicing. We've got massive Celtics news. Uh, media day, we've heard from a bunch of players. We've heard from Danny Ainge. We've heard from Brad Stevens. We are, however, going to begin with some breaking news. First, I want to tell people about our sponsor, uh, Manscaped, 20% off free shipping with the code GARDEN20 at manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping with the code uh, GARDEN20 at manscaped.com. Jimmy Toscano, Josue Pavone, Bobby Manning, and a little bit of breaking news. We'll just hit it right off the top. Uh, yes. John Wall for Russell Westbrook. Blockbuster trade right out of the gate. Crazy. Initial reactions on this before we get to the Celtics. Go. Nothing, guys? You guys had nothing about this one? Hey, we, we want to give you the lead off. You were go loving it. Go. Oh, man, I, I love this trade. I love this big time because uh, I want to see how John Wall can do in a new setting. And I also, of course, want to see if Russell Westbrook can actually put uh, put it together, of course. Last season was, I'm not going to call it a flat-out disaster, but let's call it what it was. It was a flat-out disaster. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I mean, Houston, they needed a change. And I think it was going to be really difficult for them, or at least I thought it was going to be difficult for them to find another team to, to take on Westbrook, at least this early. They found the, the Washington Wizards. I, I guess we should have seen this one come in, so to speak. But at the same time, if you're the Wizards, or excuse me, if you're the Rockets, John Wall, you know, James Harden, can this too, can this happen? You know, are we going to see uh, a, a replica of what we saw a lot this past season, or are they going to be able to put it together? I don't know. What, what do you guys think? I, I love it. I, I like their chances. So I, I'm weary of the Rockets going into this season, trying to go for it. Because what are you going for? The eighth seed? I, I get you don't have your first round pick for a bunch of years now because of this disastrous Westbrook trade. Going to go down as one of the worst trades of all time, acquiring him for a bevy of first. <laughs> I don't know what they're going for here. It's either them or the Warriors as the eight seed, I guess, at the bottom of that conference. I say you just dump off all this talent. You don't want to just dump Harden. Uh, that you got to get the right trade for him, certainly. But getting Westbrook off like this and acquiring another first, they got two firsts from Portland uh, for Robert Covington. They're off to a good start. They got Christian Wood, who's a great young player. Uh, Demarcus Cousins is going to try to rebrand himself there. So I guess they start this season, try to get something from Wall, try to get something from Cousins, uh, let let Harden do his thing, <laughs> and they'll be exciting again until they find that right trade for Harden. There's no rush on that. What's Wall's injury status right now? So he missed a year and a half with so the right Achilles. Now, is he he, he, he's to ready to go. Back. Yeah, he, he started training camp for the Wizards yesterday. Despite the bad player, I I prefer Wall over over Osbrook, uh ten to one here. I, I, I again, you don't know if he's a diminished version of himself. And he's got issues as well. I'm just so down on Westbrook. I have been for years. I just mm -hmm. think he's a detriment to your team. 
it becomes the Russell Westbrook show. He only knows how to play one way. He's not good enough at other things to be a complimentary player. He can't just spot up and shoot or do whatever. He has to have the ball. He has to attack. He has to take bad shots because that's the only way he knows how to play. I don't know what he does for any team. I think this is a kind of, you take, you wow. take my star, I take your star. We'll see if the new scenery makes it better for both parties. But shoulder shrug, I don't know if it's going to work. Yeah, I feel that way too. I mean, Rockets got a first-round pick out of it. Whether or not it's going to be worth much, who knows. But, I mean, watching Russell Westbrook in the bubble, in the playoffs, I mean, if you guys watched that game, and I'm sure you did because we were all watching every bubble game, I mean, he was way out of sorts. I mean, I couldn't believe this guy – was like the biggest liability on the court, turning the ball over left and right, couldn't even hit a free throw when it mattered. And it was just so obvious that he was overthinking or just wasn't comfortable out there. I don't know exactly why. Um, so I wasn't surprised to see that he wanted a change of scenery. Um, too bad the way things uh, kind of ended up for John Wall in Washington. It, it seemed like, you know, obviously he had such a promising start to his career and then injuries kind of took over. And I guess the, the tenure, you know, his tenure there will probably be, you know, seen as you know what could have been sort of thing because yeah, it, it, was, never, it was it was his team now it's bradley beals you know yeah and i mean it by default i think bradley beal just took it over you know i think it, that was easy because john wall just couldn't stay on the court so I'm, i mean I'm, I'm pumped to see john wall play again i, I hope that he's healthy I, I hope that he can you know form a, a good you know if, if harden stays with the team hopefully um you know they can form a nice one-two punch there but yeah i mean the rockets will be fun to watch to an extent but they're the rockets they're destined to lose you know, in the playoffs, like they like they always do. It doesn't really matter who they trade for. It's just how yeah, it's gonna be. it's just, you just want to tackle him when he's on the court. He's impossible to watch. Anyway, we're just hit this because it's breaking news. It's not our intention to talk about it. We have a ton of no. stuff to talk about Celtics related. Uh, I guess it's a coin flip to me between continuing to break down the Hayward situation or Kemba just. Kemba's real. The Hayward situation continues to be intriguing to me, and obviously we're, we're done with Hayward. He's in no, Charlotte. we're not done. There's a little bit of new news with the Hayward. We're, stuff. Not only are we not done, I'd be stunned if we don't spend the majority of the program on it. But. <laughs> yeah, right. Says the guy who's going to be saying the most Hayward stuff <laughs> yeah. at some point in the show. It, it will come back to Hayward. It, yeah. it always does. Let, let's get into Kemba. We've got, um, you All know, right. like Kemba's more I, newsy. So we'll get into Kemba. I don't know how to. I, so I don't know what the vibe is out there for with people. I don't like want to be an alarmist or, a, uh, a, you know, Mr. You know, WebMD Google, you know, you know, mm -hmm. WebMD doc at home. But like you'll try Kemba spoke today and he's amazingly sunny uh, and positive about everything. And he just talked about it like, oh, it's a setback. Brad said the same thing. Oh, you know. It's just strengthening. If the, if the season was starting in January, we'd be fine. You guys might not even know about this. No big deal. I, that's not how I see this. We've got a guy who once again, uh, you know, after a four-month window in the bubble, by, before the bubble started, had issues. As soon as he started playing basketball again, now here we are as training camp's about to begin, and it's, oh, yeah, no, he's not even close to playing basketball again. The knee is obviously a real issue. Brad Stevens said it on one of our podcasts on CLNS Media last week. Uh, he's not going to be ready. That was kind of a little precursor to this. 12-week yeah. stem cell injection in the knee. Almost every kind of Twitter doctor out there and Jess D, who, you know, Jess, I talked to, uh, you know, Doc Jess Flynn uh, from Boston Sports Journal. She said the same thing. This is, she's been saying it forever. This is an arthritic condition more likely than not. 
this stuff doesn't necessarily get better. You may be able to kind of fight it off a little bit, but my fear here is there's no guarantee this gets better ever. You know, like it might be, yeah. oh, okay. Best case scenario, I think, is management over a period of time with him missing some games, minutes, restrictions, X, Y, and Z, and you hope you get through a season, but he might have to sit a whole bunch of games. Worst yeah. case is he comes back and it's like, nah, it still sucks. It hurts like hell. I can't play. That's bad. I mean, That's the most telling comment Danny Ainge had in the whole thing, guys, was asked about whether this is a long-term concern. He said, this year is going to determine a lot of that. Yeah, and that yeah. That's terrifying from Danny Ainge, who's normally going to say, like, it's totally nothing. Rub some dirt on and he'll be back out there in two weeks. So around the horn, Josue, your thoughts here uh, just on, on hearing the news and your level of concern with Kemba. No, you just you just nailed it with the with the Danny H quote because I, I thought that stood out as well because I, I think it's it's really telling. I think it was really honest of Danny to say. Let's face it. I mean, it's not going to get any better. That's exactly what this injection is. I mean, it, it's to boil it down. It's it's how is Kemba going to live with this now? How can you manage this pain? Can you you know are you as mobile as you were throughout the postseason? If so you know, that's going to be a bad thing. As he said, he didn't feel good in the postseason. He doesn't want to feel like that again. He doesn't want to be able to or have to play uh, with that level of pain. So I think that's what this shot is, is necessarily is. Can Kemba live with this? How can he manage this pain? The next eight to 12 weeks, I think, is going to be that's the goal. How can Kemba be most comfortable with this pain? And then let's just shoot for it through the end of the season, go through the postseason, and let's stretch it out. But at the same time, though, a limited Kemba. I don't think you see a full-strength Kemba out there. Second night of back-to-backs, you know, uh, those type of stretches, forget it. That That's out That's out of the question for the Celtics team. This team I is going for about- it. They're still going for it. If they weren't going for it, Kemba Walker would have been going through surgery or they would have been taking a, a, another another road, a, another step here. They're going for it here, guys. Well, I, I think a lot of this has to do also with, you know, how he's going to – how he's going to respond and how the team's going to look like without him. How strong can this team be, you know, that first month of the season without Kemba Walker? They, really they can be solid. They can be solid without him. They've done it before. They plug in pieces. Well, uh, I don't want to get into that yet because we're going to get Yeah, no, that. no, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, we'll today, get into that later, but yeah. I, if I start what, talking about friggin' ba- who's backing them up right now, I'm going to get too depressed to finish the hour. What, 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 what stuck out to me today? <laughs> I'm going to save it for the end. Let me ask you, Bobby, just because you were quarter. on the chat today, what, 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 what did you get off of it? Did you feel any better listening to him talking today? Yeah, the the key thing for me is he's going to take his time. Of course you did. I, I remember in the bubble. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. He was no, it's a, it's a totally different Kemba yesterday. Uh, sure, there was cheery optimism as he showed John, but the biggest difference I saw between the bubble uh, and t- today he is going to take his time. He's not pushing to get back. He said he's excited to relax, uh, take it easy and that's what the break was before the bubble, by the way, but okay. Well, I'm just saying, when he gets back from the bubble, <laughs> That's he's what like, that was for, and it didn't work. <laughs> it was four a, months. Yeah, did it you was forget a, it was the a months to- that we had between games? Four months. Well, it's pretty clear that he was doing something during that time that must have aggravated, got it flaring up again, some amount of training. No, Bobby, and this I is what I'm, helped him. This is, this is what I'm talking no. about. He, he was pushing to get back when the bubble comes up, and – then they're taking him out of playoff games, trying to minimize those minutes, and he, he looked frustrated. Now he's willing to take the time. He's willing to do what it takes to get back out there. Okay. I thought okay. there was some okay. level of frustration in the bubble over the summer. Go ahead. 
Okay, so everything is awesome, and you know Bobby's pumped. I'm just saying he's gonna he, he's buying into Walker, the approach now. Yeah, Bobby's pumped because Kemba Walker's gonna take his time, and he's gonna like slowly come back. And if we're gonna be talking about when's Kemba Walker gonna be playing play for the Celtics, it's gonna be February. We're still gonna be talking about it. This is what the Celtics do with injuries; they kind of string you along. They don't kind of tell you exactly what's going on. You can you can. Well, let probably me ask you this, Jimmy: Did it work player. or not in the bubble? Did the plan work or not? No, it didn't work. It worked. He was Kimber back Walker, to playing at a good level Walker in the postseason. Bobby, are you are you serious right now? I mean, yeah, after he was twenty points, he killed Philly. Had a good series against Toronto overall. It tapered out at the end, he, but he, they got him back to playing at a high level. He, people were dogging him against the Raptors, and people were dogging him against my uh, against the Heat. He had a good I, series. I think against... we're overstating how good he was in the in the playoffs in the bubble. I think he was yeah. fine, and he then was, he was. He was fine, he but was, we. We and all it was said not it, so good. Yeah, we all said it doesn't look like Kemba out there. Something even up, something even up. when he was efficient, he was one on one off. He had a game where he he took right. seven shots. He wasn't even getting involved, and then another where he you know the, that the series he played well. He was one on one off. It wasn't consistent right. there, and right. then he was just his efficiency went out the window. He couldn't do anything he normally right. does, yeah. and, and that's exactly and, what they leaned on, especially in the in the fourth quarter. We'll get more into this later because I know we're going to talk about how this team is going to you know yeah. try to survive without him. But that's a huge loss, and I think that that's when his his play was was most magnified throughout the postseason was, was in the fourth quarter when they really needed those buckets he wasn't there it was a couple of turnovers my, 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 and, uh, you and know I'm, defensively he just wasn't himself and i'm my not point. knocking him for the effort and i you know i give him all the credit in the world for wanting to play and coming back when he did but i think he even i think the Celtics have said it and he pretty much said it he wasn't himself they may have screwed up by rushing him back so yeah of course they're going to they're going to go slowly here but when you're talking about you know, degenerative knee issue or, or whatever it is that's going on. It's not a, it's, it's, there, there's no way to paint this as a good thing. It's not a good no, thing. No, there's when, no way. I'm not saying it's a good thing. Anyway, I'm so saying getting stem cell treatment. There's not a, you know, it's that, a relatively. That's a Hail Mary. That's a Hail Mary. It, it, relatively new in the, in the, in the grand scheme. And of, it's I not guess, modern day. Definitively something health. that works. No, it's something that can certainly alleviate pain over time but we're talking about your average joe i think for the most part i mean you know joe the plumber you know gets you know a, you know a needle you know in his knee or whatever he's not you know playing basketball you know 100 miles an hour against the best players in the world that pain could probably come back a lot sooner for a guy like kemba walker to stay at the top level so it's a little troubling to me for me to hear that now i'm not going to say it's not going to work what the hell do i know it might work it might make his knee less painful enough where he can be 90, 95%, you know, the way he was. And that's great. You know, it's not something that you need, you need to work for the next 20 years. You need to work for the next handful of years for him to finish out his career at a high level. So maybe in that sense it works, but it is troubling because you see like, you know, like, you know, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. You know, he, he had the stem cell. Uh, I think I saw Pau Gasol had the stem cell. Um, there's been other athletes in pro sports. I know A-Rod did it. You know, these guys are going to Germany for this stuff. So I don't even know how intense his is compared to those. But I know that there is a, you know, a long process before you start to feel the pain. And, you know, hopefully it does work because the Celtics are clearly going to need this guy. Well, let's let's be clear. It's I, I and I do think I don't know. And again, I, that's why I don't want to be alarmist and gloom and doom with it. But I, I'm surprised the amount of people are like, oh, it's just January. That's not what they said. <laughs> No, that's not what they said. Even they're gonna, if, they're even gonna, if they're gonna give is, us an update, they said in January they will assess 
his situation. That means nothing. You know, like there is no, in a perfect world by January, he starts to do basketball related activities, ramps it up and comes back. And are, are you guys, are you guys truly worried about the team without him in January though? I mean, let this run till March. No, what they're I'm gonna be saying fine is without you him. get to January. It's not whether it's not how long they're without him. When you get to January, what I'm saying is nothing is certain here. When you get to right. January, you might discover yeah. that you things are the same not exact well. Then it's what the hell is Plan B? And we're all apparently the Celtics are all about Plan Bs this year. Um, <laughs> that's you're in. You're stuck in that spot, which is like. Oh crap, now what? So like I said, is this is a bit of a Hail Mary. It may work, it may not. It may do just enough to get him through this year and then you kind of start the process over and see what happens beyond that. It may not be good at all. You know, we don't know. Now, if I'm Brad Stevens, I'm going into the season as if Kemba Walker's out for the entire year. I mean, that has to be your approach. That has yeah. to be the mentality for this team because if you're leaning on a comeback from Kemba, that's a really risky place to be, especially with these young guys. You know, we all know, we talked about it over and over last year. You know, the youngest team, one of the top teams out there, one of the youngest, just got a, a bit younger with all these guys that came on board. No, you know, Gordon Hayward, a veteran that's off the books, off the team, we don't talk replaced about by a, a couple of, or at least three brand new rookies. So this team just gets really younger and they have to, they have to figure this out. They have to figure out how they make up for that production. Again, I talked about fourth quarter production. That's going to be a void that they need to fill. Uh, you know, the floor general, you know, for the people who aren't crazy about Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart is going to have to take on a, that new role again that we saw throughout the postseason. And between him, Jalen, and, and, and Tatum, there's a whole lot of getting used to that they need to figure out. I think that's really most important for this team heading into the season. Those. How did this happen? Like I know, right? <laughs> I know. But beyond that, like, I mean, I don't want to be the, why didn't Danny know? But, like, how does a guy come here and within a few months he has a degenerative knee problem? Like, he had three it, knee surgeries in Charlotte. So I know, but it's like, was on the books. Did, they, did they skip the medicals? You know what I mean? Is like, I no, you have an all-star. It's one yep. of those things where, like, you know, you have a car. I know that, he had it, surgery. It, it's, it's fine. You have, you put a bunch of miles on it. All of a sudden, one thing leads to another. That's sort of what happened here, you know? Kemba, of course, didn't, didn't have a lot of deep playoff runs with the Charlotte Hornets. He played a lot of games. He rarely missed games. You know, he, he was said, an Iron He said man. that today, too. Yeah. You know, as it. an undersized guard who's in his 30s or now approaching his 30s or into his 30s, you know, there's a lot of miles. He, on those, he did, on those he did a lot last year, too, when you think about it. He had Team USA. He had the entire regular season. He played 72 minutes in the All-Star game. Like he said, yeah. since he signed, he hasn't <laughs> taken a break. Yeah. So that's another fact you have to consider. Except this. for, you know, the whole four-month break that we had. Everyone he had. needed that. Well, he you got to consider, you, you yeah, consider too, Jimmy. They didn't the have four access to him for the rehab stuff, too. Listen, I'm glad that he's going to be <laughs> in rehab, at least with the Celtics trainers and doctors and that whole thing, because I don't know what the hell went happened. What the hell happened? We'll never know. In the bubble, <laughs> I don't know. It was like the wild, wild west. Everyone was just doing their own. These I was, guys I was, never worked out on their own before. I guess I don't know. But I like, was hoping uh, Grant would shed some light on that in the interview we had with him, but he didn't get into it. So we'll never know what happened there in Charlotte over that break there. I, I, uh, I and I'm, I'm just a bit aggravated there. Those guys are just hanging around. No, I mean, no, I'm not saying he hurt himself or aggravated it. But if you're not doing something to help it, as they are now then you're kind of just in the same place you were in February, if you know what I mean. Like, there had to be a plan. There had to be a program. Once they got back to 
as uh, Boston and then going to the bubble, they put him on a plan that actually seemed to work. And again, I'm not saying it's a good thing he has a knee condition. I'm not saying he can get back to being our all-star form. What I'm saying is you live with it now. You have to get on to something else and try to get the best Kemba that you can at this point. And if you get something similar to what he played at in, at his highest level in the playoffs, it still looks like an extremely helpful player. Now you're going to get into, is he worth $30 million, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. He's here. You'd rather have him than not. And even if you did trade him, yeah, as I'd rather have him propose, on the court. Yeah, as you we're propose. Really, John, we're really lowering our expectations. No, you know, seriously? Like, <laughs> you know, like, well, that's what you do. I mean, it's a real. We talked about this the other day, John. I know, this but I mean, going Bobby, away. man, you went from, I mean, again, we went from two seasons ago having so much talent, you didn't know what to do with this team. Oh, my God. To Mr. Now, Mr. One Step Back. For and this now year we're talking. So you're not supposed to take steps back. By <laughs> you wanted to step back. You wanted to trade Hayward, trade Kemba. No, I wanted one to trade step Kemba. Back two steps forward. I wanted to trade Kemba. You don't just trade Kemba for nothing, though. You, you, if you were gonna, trade, I was in trade on the holiday you. deal before this right. news. That's my step. I'm. Let's reassess here. Let's rebuild on the fly. Get rid of the stuff that's not gonna work for you. Like Kemba might not work for you now. We're, I mean, we're not. I'm. We're not in it for he'll be fine. This was supposed to be a star. You paid him a star contract. This is going to be the third guy you've given huge bucks to to come here and underperform their contract, okay? And Al was fine. We can debate whether he's worth the money or not. I'm actually more an Al fan than not. But statistically, you got what you got off of him. Gordon mm -hmm. Hayward was a bust. Capital B, and we're not going to get into that later. Don't and now, you've the got, now you've got reduced <laughs> expectations from year two of a four-year deal with Kemba. That's terrible, Bobby. They got a great first season out of him. Oh now we'll God. see where he gets out of his second. <laughs> he was he an all-star. And you got a great last season, season from Gordon, right? He oh, fell apart man. pretty badly at the end there, for sure. But right it's up until the middle portion of that second round. Kemba pulls it together and then exercises his player option and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to spend two years getting injections in his knee, and he's going to have a great last two months of his third year and then freaking see ya. He's going to have the healthiest knees in the NBA just in 30 million. The agency. He's going to yeah. get $30 million somewhere else. Well, it seems that it seems now if he gets in the right free agency class, he'll get it even if he has knee issues the way Hayward went. I don't know. I, Again, I'm, this isn't a great situation. I'm just saying they're in a good place to make it work. Oh, you think? And we'll get into you're that. They're in a good place? <laughs> they're in a good place to make it work. Place, Bobby. No, We're I'm saying they're in a good place. place to make it work. Oh, my God. I saw somebody – I saw a reputable member of the Celtics media today suggest Jeff Teague and Grant Williams start for this team. What Ooh. are we doing here? You know, like – yeah, you know, if if that's well, one of them laughter. If that's on the table, we're not in a good place, Bobby. You still have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. But you How many have teams more. in the NBA can say that. that. Ten yeah, minutes but Bobby, ago. come on. Yeah, I'm, Bobby, I'm with John on this ago, one, Bobby. You also had and, and Hayward and Kemba Walker. I've been waving the Jalen and Tatum flag this whole time. Like, I'm I'm with you in, in that sense. But without Kemba, this is a very different team. And I just I this just this is a very I don't know. Above average team. Things can, can get dark. And Celtics fans hate that. Celtics fans hate it. Yeah. And and Celtics are we're like talking about six. January, guys. We're talking about January if Kemba comes back and is at least the version we saw in the early parts of the bubble. That is not a certainty. It's not out of the possibility. 
It, but I know, but right now you've gone from a team that was a win away, you know, of a couple games away from into the finals, even with some injury issues. And now you've just taken away two stars. Like that's bad. It's hard even enough. Hashtag bad. And added not and and not added anything to replace those guys. Again, we're talking about you've replaced Cantor with Tristan Thompson. We're not going to talk about Thompson as an upgrade that's going to offset the losses of Hayward and Kemba. If Kemba comes back again and he's close to himself, it's less of an issue. But right now, the unknown is what's scary. Wait, John, didn't you hear Thompson won the Celtics the offseason? <sighs> <laughs> we got to move on from Kemba. We got a lot of other things. To that was, that was right. plan A, right, guys? That's what the Celtics had all along. <laughs> okay. If you want to do it, we'll do it. If let's, not, then let's move on. We'll move on. <laughs> so, Gordon Hayward, we want to talk about this again. Oh, even yeah. Though, even though Bobby sure. doesn't. Okay. Over the week, we've had we've had a text. I'd rather talk about on. Thompson. Some things were said. There's nothing. We can't take that back anymore. But it got definitely heated and spirited. <laughs> and, and that's that. Feelings but were hurt. We'll there's been a lot of debate about how the how the Gordon situation. No went hurt down. feelings here. You put it pride to the side. Yeah. So <laughs> it sounds like a bumper sticker. I know. <laughs> it's the Celtics motto. That they, so basically we 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 uh we've been debating how it went down. I think I think after I think there's a little bit more clarity after hearing from Danny Ainge. Uh, who spoke to the media a couple days ago? Gordon Hayward as well on the same day talked about things. One thing became perfectly clear: um, Gordon didn't Gordon want to be Hayward here. Hates the Celtics. Gordon He's Hayward. Boston. Gordon Hayward didn't want to be in Boston, and Danny knew it. And no matter what, even though it was, and we were right in in saying Plan A should have been Hayward. They tried. He wanted nothing to do with it. So then we, and it's it is what it is. And and, and I think. Whether it's the city, the it seemed to be mainly the fit. He wants to be the man again. Didn't want to be fourth fiddle. It that's what happens. You pack a team with too many stars. Somebody's going to get a little, you know. Jesus, mm -hmm. it it happened. To, it happened to Ray Allen ten seconds into year one of two thousand eight. But he played his role out. But he definitely didn't love being third fiddle to KG and Pierce. But he went through it, and that and then he left. I mean, whatever. But um, well, he didn't leave like a year later. I no, mean, no, no, no. He did yeah, his. I mean, he, that did was he went into it knowing that, you know. But everybody, everybody's got that because you're used to being the man, then you're not the man. And not only was he not the man, he was each year he became less and less of the man. Like, oh, you know what? Well, now Tatum's good, so you got to take fewer shots. So he left. Where we're back to is, was Charlotte? Was he going to wait on Charlotte the whole time, or was there something that could have been done with Indiana, uh, and that's where he would have wanted to go? So I do want to put in a couple of things here. Uh, just the quotes that were out there. One thing that Gordon Hayward said that stuck out to me was um, just talking about it, this and that. And then he's like, I looked at my agent and I said, let's just do this Charlotte thing. I, I don't think that was his first choice. I think his first choice was Indiana. I think Indiana really wanted him. Then the question is just going to come down to, did Danny get completely caught off guard by Charlotte coming out of nowhere and not think it was a real threat? Or did he always know it was possible and was willing to let it happen? I, I still don't really know what the answer to that is but when you after listening to these guys talk what do you guys think um i think you're, you're on to something there i mean the the jordan thing the phone calls is what gets me i mean he says that now there's two phone calls right before there's only one there was the one friday night or whatever friday phone call that he received from jordan where they spoke uh you know 24 hours before he made his decision 
you know, what was that first initial phone call like? And, and if I had to guess, it's about a lot of the conversation that they had four years ago when they were trying to get him to leave Utah to come to, to Charlotte. You know, it happened before. Here we are again. Don't make the same mistake twice. Yada, yada, yada. Something to that effect, right? And, and I think that was sort of always in his back pocket. Yeah, you know, going back home, playing back in Indianapolis, you know, there was a lot of attraction to that. But I think, you know, to, to what Denny H said in the press conference, being a featured player, I think that means a lot to him still. I think he still thinks, because of what he did this past season, and kudos to him, we've been giving him props, Bobby, you know, the utmost, you know, <laughs> reminding us how good he was this year. I think that sparked a huge, you know, motivation, obviously, into Gordon. And then the worst thing that could have happened were in the postseason, we just talked about how Kemba was so banged up. Gordon Hayward, your secondary playmaker, could have came in there, you know, carried that team over. Who knows? Maybe they make it to the NBA Finals if he's completely healthy. Maybe, you know, him – with with the with the eighty percent seventy percent Kemba Walker gets you there, we'll never know. But I think that was the devastating blow to, to Gordon. I think Gordon was so a bit torn. I don't think he knew. You know, he I don't think he was dreaming about Charlotte in the postseason. But I do think that he was looking at the postseason as this is my time to this is my redemption song. I'm going to go off here. I'm going to carry this in. And five minutes into the you know similar to his tenure with the Celtics, five minutes into the postseason, boom, he's out. And he just wasn't himself. And I think that was the beginning of the end. I mean. I, the, the role in Charlotte, I think, is significant. But, you know, Indiana going back home, yeah, that, that's a tough, you know, decision to be in the middle of. But the money speaks, speaks vol spoke volumes. I, Michael I, Jordan I, spoke volumes. Those conversations, they went a long way. And these are conversations that they've had for the past four to five years. I mean, Gordon, has, he clearly hasn't forgotten that. And I think that was in, a, in his back of his I, mind I know, he got but that I, phone call and it was official. I, I keep going back to those two days. And, and, and that's what I think it all comes down to is – if Charlotte, if he was talking with Jordan and Charlotte was always in play and the money was what it was, which it was, um, there's was it no always reason. 120 though. Maybe it wasn't John. Maybe the second phone call pushed the extra 20, 20 mil. I don't think Boom. there's any, I just but, don't you know? see it. I think there's no reason to extend. Um, you just walk on Tuesday. You, 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 you just walk out. There's no reason to extend that 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 window with the Celtics. That was a negotiating window. Obviously, at this point, not for the Celtics to negotiate a deal. Because oh, you're talking about the. Oh, I'm sorry. You're talking about when he, when he the, the option when he extended the, the deadline. Kicked, okay, gotcha. Kicking that option from the Tuesday to the Thursday to me is where is again. I'm going to keep coming back to it. Is we've pieced together now that okay, we we surmised maybe that meant the Celtics were still working on the extension with him, and maybe they'd go up a year. May, Maybe they were working. No, on it the, makes it makes no sense that they want to keep them, and they were deep in trade negotiations. No, they they were, knew they couldn't keep them. They knew they couldn't keep them, which means the only reason to extend there. Yeah, they were. Both they were, sides agreed on. Both sides agreed on was because they wanted to work the Indiana trade, which meant Gordon wanted to go there, and that was really the best option for the Celtics. And that's the only thing that makes sense when you when you when you play it all out because now we've eliminated the possibility of keeping him. It's out the window. He didn't want it, Danny knew it. Nothing you could do. That 2-day window existed only to negotiate a trade. Danny said four teams, but it seems like Indiana was the was the one that he was working closest with. You know, and if Gordon, imagine if it was four teams, if Gordon extended that window by two days to go to one of four teams, that means Charlotte might have been his fifth option when Danny couldn't swing a deal. You know, where well, you have to you have to consider some teams that didn't have cap space too. Like I know Portland had sure. interest in him. Uh, they they had no way to sign him, not even close. Then Robert Covington falls into place there. Atlanta, as we know, interest there. They moved on to other things. 
And, and New York, of course, too, started filling things up. So there were a number of different options here that the Celtics could have played ball with. And you talk about Charlotte, too, being a sign-and-trade option. They didn't get a ton from them, but they ultimately did get something from them. I think the development you have to consider here, too, because we heard the packages that the Celtics could have got from Indiana, whether it was Victor Oladipo, TJ Warren, as Ainge would have wanted, or just a Turner, McDermott, first-round no pick kind of package. Don't think TJ was in there. I really don't. No, no, there's no way they were going to do that. That's what Ainge was pushing for, if you if you believe the Washburn report. Uh, so we get into what happened in L.A., and this is what I keep emphasizing, because all along I said Tristan Thompson had no way of going to the Celtics. It was a dream. We talked about it, Jimmy, during our free agent special. We both, both would have loved Thompson here. I think he was a guy who would have loved to have gone to the Lakers and played center or the Clippers if, as, as they lost Mark uh, Montrez Harrell there, which was a huge surprise. So that domino falls. The Clippers sign a Baca for the same deal as Thompson. All of a sudden, the uh, Celtics are in this negotiation with Indiana. They're not getting what they want out of it. They have a chance to sign Thompson if they don't do this Indiana deal. You go do the Thompson deal because it comes down to Miles Turner versus Tristan Thompson. I think you take Tristan Thompson every time. That's crazy. Okay, my turn. <laughs> what I think happened. I think, yes, there was mutual interest between Celtics and and Gordon Hayward in getting a deal done to go to the Patriots. For sure. The part that we don't know and will never know, probably, is what were the Pacers really offering Gordon Hayward Maybe that was a holdup. Maybe Gordon Hayward wanted to go to the Pacers more than the Pacers wanted Gordon Hayward. And they were working on maybe trying to get that $100 million offer up to a point where Gordon would accept it. When the Pacers didn't, he said, okay, I'm going to, you know, agent, get it done with Charlotte. And Danny Ainge, of course, it's in Danny Ainge's best interest to extend that deadline if, if, if there's a trade involved. Because he knows that once Gordon Hayward goes to free agency, he's shit out of luck. Pardon my mm -hmm. French. But... So, of course, he's going to extend it. Oh, yeah, Gordon, you don't want to come here. That sucks. You know, we'd love to have you back. But if you want to go to Indy, if you want to go to, you know, t Team B. The Celtics um, had to get it done for him. Via trade, the Celtics had to get it done for him. But the other team has to give Gordon Hayward an offer that he wants. Gordon Hayward has the ability to Was it about the money for him? I don't, I don't think know. so. I, I think so. I think it was part, partly. I mean, he took I don't think so. It was $30 million. Uh, yeah, I mean, but that's why awesome. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan just the reason I came in. He came in with another offer. He opted out. Of, of the, the reason I don't think so is because he can opt out, listen to everybody, and Danny can still. Say, you know, I mean, it's it's. I I don't know. I think that that window was there to make a deal because he wanted it to get done, and that was the and it it, it didn't get done. The question again is, did Danny overplay it? And wait I don't too think long, he did. hold out for too much. Here's my frustration with that notion. You just do anything with them. Just take whatever. Whatever Indiana wants to give you, just, just take it because it's it's something. And they ultimately did get something out of it. They get Thompson and they get the exception and they I get flexibility. That, I believe the exception. I believe Turner and whatever you got back from Indiana will be Big better buckets. than what you get for the exception. The problem with that, that's though, what yes. I believe. Bobby, okay. that yes, might turn out to I be true. I mean, and, and so that's the thing is uh, that's the math. Not Turner, not 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 uh, Thompson for half the money that Turner would have been. I believe Turner and whatever you get plus that plus that salary that you can kind of hold on to and use as an asset maybe down the road is going to be better than anything they use the, the TPE on. Well, they gained. We, they, 
they gain something out of it and they lose something by doing Indiana too. You lose the full mid-level, so you can't sign a full mid-level player there. And you lose flexibility to make a trade, as we say again and again. Why Why were we even thinking of doing this Indiana trade? To get trade flexibility, to get a player that would be tradable from there. Because if you don't love McDermott, if you don't love Turner, at least they could be trade assets. What have we learned about players coming to Boston? What have we learned about players coming to Boston? What does Brad Stevens do for them when they leave? He gets them paid. Fat contracts. He gets them paid. Yeah, but then they they don't play the same that they you know you don't see the same player you saw in Boston though. That's the that's the Miles Turner ceiling minus minus pain. Miles Turner is an imperfect player, and he might have been. A, he might have been shit here. We don't know. His ceiling he wouldn't have been. His ceiling is shit in Indy. Ten times higher than 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 Tristan Thompson or or I believe most people we might be able to bring in because realistically I think that TP is going to be split into two instead of one. Um, and you might, Danny Ainge pretty much said that he said I'm gonna, we're going to use it for depth coming off the bench. So I think, I think, I think Danny just hated the fact that he had he had that 19 million dollar price tag on him. You know, I just think he just didn't That's think not he was that much that. money. I know, I agree, especially in the in three years. It brings you into the tax off. Sure. 17 and a half, 17 and a half a year for Miles Turner. 24-year-old, 6'11". It's through 2023, man, though. With a shooting touch. Six, uh, and can shoot all over the floor. Blocks one year. I'm not saying he's like your defensive player of the year, but he is a, he is a presence on the defensive end, and he's – developing i'm not saying his outside shot is there his three-point shot certainly isn't there i think he was like 34 percent last year or whatnot but the fact that he even has one and that he can develop one moving forward that should pique your interest if you're a Celtics fan so for all the celtics fans who are just automatically dogging miles turner just because the celtics didn't trade for all him, we have to go off is what he guys. is now jimmy shame on you guys because you're just drinking the green kool-aid and you don't have your own freaking personal own thought in your head can't you do your own research jimmy say, right now hey, right now Miles this Turner year would have actually helped the celtics be a better team this year you want to let me ask you this jimmy he doesn't who's help ho- you what who's helping you more this year <laughs> tristan thompson or miles turner i i don't know that you can say you, definitively yeah, you know the answer that question. because <laughs> i know tristan thompson's a better player right now Guys, thompson is fine i i, I just don't here's but the his- thing He's, I get he's already hit his ceiling, Bobby. I get that people. He just are had like, the best year of his career. I get that people are like, "Why is why is why are you guys talking about Turner so much?" And he's the next coming, and this and that. Tristan Thompson is m- more likely than not gonna gonna be like six and six, six and like, seven here. That's no, playing hold, eighteen hold, to twenty two minutes a hold, game. John, I think it's ridiculous to think fine, that he's the fine. He's weren't. fine. He'll help. I think it's ridiculous to think that the Celtics didn't want Miles Turner. Like, let, let's be honest. Let's not kid ourselves. What do you think? What do you think was the I beginning of the did. conversation when these two teams spoke? I mean, it was about Miles Turner. I think where the talks fell apart were the other pieces. Whether it was McDermott, whether it was you know three players that the Celtics wanted no part of. Danny said, "Look, I'm not taking on these three contracts just for one." Or you know, the one guy who maybe I'm not you know over the top in love with, but I do think this guy can be a piece in this. The reason I'd like to. The reason- I, I don't think you can say that about Turner. He. he Miles Turner will fill a void on this team. He'll do it better. I would like to believe that if Danny Ainge had the opportunity to make the trades, Turner and McDermott, I don't think McDermott's contract is it, first of all, it's not like his albatross contract. Everyone's like McDermott, oh my God, it's a run. It's a one he's in the last year of its like seven million dollar deal. Take him and and leave him. Whatever. He's he's in the deal. I would like to believe Danny Ainge would have made that deal. and because if if you brought Brad Stevens here to be, you know, the, the 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 basketball whisper and develop these guys and I mean you, you saw what he did to Evan Turner you've seen what he done with some of these other players you're just gonna say oh 
Miles Turner stinks. Look at look at like um this 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 highlight reel of, of a game where he played poorly in Indiana. You don't see like the potential for a guy like that, then you're not like thinking anything other than like the numbers that you're just looking at Bobby, in front of you. Yeah, Bobby, Does you that, forwarded that article around today. In Indiana, they're viewing him as like a big two. You know, like he's. A, he, I think like D- Danny sees a guy like Turner and drools over him. Like I agree. This like, this all this six eleven guy who can stretch the floor and he like, led the league in blocks. Like and, when, and when are some have ever had someone and start, like that? And develop his shot and this and that. I don't know what he turns into, but this is the type of guy that like Danny's falling over himself to get normally. You know, so like. I know he hasn't been like, oh, everything everybody hoped there. I I don't know. I don't believe that it's an untradeable contract either. He's making 17 and a half million for the next few years. He's going to enter he's he's going to his contract's going to expire in the like year like prime of his career like years wise. It's going to be like 27. Like you're going to tell me that like teams aren't going to sign this guy. I mean, come on. I mean, I, I don't believe that one bit. I think the Celtics would have traded for Miles Turner if the opportunity arose. What I think is that maybe Indiana maybe wasn't offering Gordon Hayward as much money as he as he was looking for. Yeah. I think Indiana becomes a trade partner because it's a destination Hayward would have approved. Uh, it gives you a chance to get something. They could push for more in that scenario, as they obviously did. I don't think it's that they were intrigued by Turner all that much. He was a given, and Indiana's begging to get rid of this guy. That's the other thing you have to consider. They have no interest in keeping him. They've been shopping him everywhere. He still hasn't gotten dealt this offseason, so they're moving forward with him. My point is Who this. Who is this? Turner? Yes. My point the is Pacers, that- The Pacers are better than the Celtics right now. And that's no, partially because- I don't think so. Sabonis. Okay, Sabonis, Turner, Warren- um, no Kemba. Brogdon and Oladipo. I heard Oladipo. Okay. They're better than Oladipo, though. Sorry, you might Bruce. drop an album. We'll see, we'll That's see. a great lineup. And we'll see who's available come playoff time if that ended up being a matchup. You know, obviously a depleted Kemba, you'd take the Pacers there. My point is, though, to, to wrap this up, you get flexibility now. And they would have been hampered for flexibility with right, Turner. Well, and well, that. Let's get, my let's question get into it a little bit. Okay. My question, my question is this. Would you pay the tax for Miles Turner? Because that's what it comes down to. I'm not. He had that much that you pay the tax from. John, don't talk to John about taxes. He thinks. No, I'm not saying. Oh, Wick. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. From oh, Wick's earning money, but but it's flexibility. You can't use a mid level. You can't use the mid level when you you can't do. You get penalized. Let's get into the let's get into the trade exception here because this is I think this is where I think I'm not gonna say confused, but this is where. Everybody wanted this thing to happen because this is what this will be what decides this debate. But here's the thing: thing. it's less about that. I think everyone's (laughs) like, "Oh, we got a trade exception. That means we're going to go get a star for all of this money." Harden, yeah. And that's not what it means. It means realistically, you're going to dump something. And again, it's a twenty-seven million dollar trade exception. But Bobby, I think we can only use twenty-one or so million to right to to stay under the tax. So you're looking at a it's nineteen twenty. Yeah, yeah, you're looking at a player in that range. So, but when you're trading just a trade exception for something, you're getting someone else's garbage um, or someone else's. I, I'd like to clear this contract off my books. It doesn't have to be garbage, garbage, but somebody else is looking for flexibility somewhere and is willing to give you something for close to nothing. Obviously, you got to roll something else into it, but nothing of great value. But it doesn't mean you're going to go get a star. And in fact, 
it's very unlikely. The only way you do is if you roll other actual assets in with it to make money match. The problem is the Celtics don't have any real assets because they're out of trade. They're out of draft. Exactly. And and at this point, everybody they have, they need. You're not trading Jalen Brown. They don't Marcus have tradable Smart's, assets. You don't have a tradable asset anymore. So you really only have this money to play with, which and low draft and, and nothing else in the future, your own draft picks. And that's so, it. So let to me get acquire this players To acquire a player that's probably filler at this point. And that, that's what it gets you. I can't Don't believe it. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Bleak, John. <laughs> so the, here comes here comes here comes the John 180 again. All of a sudden you view Miles Turner as something other than garbage coming in that you can reform. I don't want to say garbage because I don't think he's a garbage player. He's a good player. But uh, no, I actually thought I think he's better than anything you'll get with the trade exception for this reason. Possibly. I mean, the option, there's not a ton of options out there in terms of what you could get that would be worth using this. Uh, a few of them, Aaron Gordon, I think would be intriguing. And look at the names. Larry Nance, Evan Fournier. Gordon is intriguing for No, there's not a ton of great names. Terrence <laughs> Ross, Thaddeus Young, uh, uh, JJ Redick, Josh Hart, Trevor Ariza, George Hill, Patty Mills, Rudy Gay, Eric. See, I think this is exactly CC right here, right here. No, those like four or five names you just said. I think realistically, that's as good as as it gets, guys. Unless Danny rolls the dice, which I I strongly advise against this, rolls the dice and waits for the offseason because then things could really pop up for the Celtics, or you end up with nothing, and you know the the time goes and and you know, but your body expires and and you lose that exception. You lose you lose that opportunity. Yeah. I don't know what you roll the dice with. Aaron Gordon's the guy to me. My Orlando's in a bad spot. The East got tougher. They're going to be out of the playoffs this year. The team's just getting Address expensive. the wing position, please. So. He just is, got, who, 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 who do the Celtics offer Orlando? That's going to be, the, that's going to be another key to the start of the season is starting to work in these young players that couldn't get worked in last year and trying to make something out of them. Uh, you're going to have Aaron Naismith coming in and getting an opportunity early. ton of the players like Tremont Waters and these other guys are going to get time to play early this year. So that's another critical component to having okay. Kemba early this, this year. I'll ask you this. All of a sudden. Also, don't, I don't hate the JJ idea either. All you have future Naismith, picks too. All of a sudden, Naismith is – lighting it up to start the year i i Stop guarantee it. you there won't be one celtics fan who will want to trade him for aaron gordon if that's the case if you end up with the tradable asset find me on that list somebody that you want to actually trade exactly oh no Imagine- you're selling immediately jimmy and you're hypothetical you're selling immediately, and i think danny would do that for who, for who? you're gonna give up i don't know like but aaron- would you get if the, point, came out- the point you're trying to say is don't hold on to these guys all of a sudden, Nathan starts shooting like Clay This Thompson is such a reversal like, oh, of what you guys were saying him. last segment. No, what do you mean? Is it a reversal? Because yeah. you're saying Miles Turner comes in here and he's a whole new player. You're saying Aaron Gordon can't come in and become a high-level, maybe even all-star level player in the Steven system? Like, it's the same exact conversation. No, I'm saying Jalen and Jason Tatum, though? I'm saying they can't no. get him. They can't Bobby, get him. Bobby, you didn't have to – 
Bobby, you didn't have to trade anyone to Jimmy get Miles point Turner. Is, yeah. Jimmy's I'm, point I'm is saying different. that. I agree with that, but I don't think that's what John and, and Jimmy are saying. No, what Jimmy is saying makes perfect sense. So, again, in order to get somebody – Yeah, that's, value, a, that's clear. That's You're going to need someone like Naismith or maybe Romeo when he comes back from injury. And you do it. Start, you do it. Like we say all last year. If but those we, guys show value, you don't want to trade them anymore because they're cheap and they're yours. So now you right, don't want to fold them in. you need them. So you if they show value to be traded, then you don't want to trade them anymore, which means you don't actually have assets. I disagree. Assets. I disagree. No, I, I think you think sell. They, I think you Joe do have assets. Joe Sway is still right here. I think you sell because, like I said from the top, they're going for it right now, Joe. Not for huh? Gordon. You no, 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 not, for, not for Gordon. Well, I, That's I what know. I That's, mean. That's one example. I'm talking about the players. You on can't that even list. get Gordon without throwing in somebody, somebody else in here. It's not you're not just getting him for dead money. Oh, so now you're just protecting. Yeah, but I don't know, John. If Neesmith goes off, season. you don't think that they they would make that trade? I'm saying if he goes off, you're going to be like, thank God we hit with a rookie, and they're oh, going to yeah. keep him and hold, and hold him and cherish exactly. him and be like, thank God, you're never going <laughs> to. We do got that. one. I, we got one. Imagine no, if I'm, you I'm not on that boat. I you, I sell. You sell. Let's pretend they had Tyler Hero. Would they trade him for friggin' Aaron Gordon? It's a different conversation. Here he's looking like an all-star player. To the point where you're like, we got something. All right. Here. So there's some way in between trading him. There's some way in between right. Romeo Langford's last season and what Tyler Hero did last year. Like what those are two extremes. Is, if they flash and show that, you're never gonna trade them for something that's like kind of somebody else's used gar used leftovers. Right. You're not right. doing that. You're going to be, be right, so that, real. And so, you have somebody available, yeah. cheap here. In that in that example, it would it would have to happen in the off season. It would have to be somebody that we're, we're not even talking about right now. I know, but that's the thing. It's so risky, Jimmy. But but at the same time, though, it's not that risky because this is a, a full calendar year later, right? So this isn't. We're not talking about July and get you know, the August entire season. Yeah, it, it it'll it'll expire at the end of the summer or even in the fall. So. Danny will have himself some time, but you know he's going to get that uneasy feeling, and you know that that's going to be that's going to work against him. Uh, teams, all of it, you know, all possible this, suitors are going to say this guy has to has to make this happen. So why Dan, should we, Dan, why should we make a move? Danny's not going to make a move for the hobby. He's not going to feel pressure. He's already told you essentially what happened, right? That Gordon Hayward wanted to go to Char wanted to go to Charlotte, and there wasn't really anything that they could do about it. So he's in his mind, it, it's it's great that they got an exception. And if they use it, even better. But he's not going to use it just for the sake of using it. We know that in exceptions, I hate to say it, many of them have expired over the course of trade exceptions either, yeah. being around. So, I, I mean, I really hate to break it to Celtics fans who think that, you know, Larry Bird's walking through that door. But, no, you know, there's a good I, I, would love, I would love <laughs> Aaron Gordon. Drop. If Aaron Gordon is given away for just the trade exception because – and or like an, 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 and a pick this is unreal. That's a different – that's a different story, but if you have to roll in assets to make something like that work, I don't know. I don't know that that works for you, unless you're talking about a player we haven't even considered yet. Exactly. That's I, why it will be if 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 he doesn't use it for like depth, you know, at the, at the deadline or whatever. If they're trying to make a run, like you think they might be able to, Josue, maybe use it for that reason. But if not, he's going to hold on to it for the off season and see what team emerges that is looking to, you know, rebuild or, or something of that nature. Well, that's where they'd be anyway. Really hate Rudy Gay, though? No, when, somebody when... mentioned in the chat, <laughs> Buddy Heald. He's too expensive. 
Yeah, he's at he's at what twenty three or something. He's a hefty buddy. price tag. I'm not even so sure you want him at that price. Yeah, you already get. have your buddy healed. You have your buddy healed, right? And well, the reason why that <laughs> stop healed? it, stop it, Jimmy, don't do that. <laughs> the reason why people are saying that is because Sacramento has to do something. They 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 got a you know they got a log jam there, not just on the court, but on the on the book. This is so un- this that's is why buddy healed being mentioned. <laughs> John's in the top left here, waving the Romeo Langford flag. Jimmy's down there with Aaron Naismith. That's unreal. You guys back. How many times are you going to explain the same thing? I if thought Jimmy was guys, being those <laughs> no, guys, I know they are. If those guys show value to the Celtics, then you trade them. they will not trade them for one of the guys we mentioned. Yeah, they I may trade saying, them John. for somebody we haven't talked about yet. But right. if they show value here, you're never going to just throw them in as filler in a deal for one of the people right. we mentioned to come for in the as the first depth. guy. Yeah. If you're never guy looking at that. one of these washed, get one of these washed, uh, you know, corners, uh, the, one of these wings that can come in and help the bench because that's what the Celtics need. They need that's to address that wing position. They need someone, a veteran, someone, an established player. I'm it's saying, not, I'm saying not Javante or, you know, Shemi, no disrespect right. to those two guys, but they need a more established guy in, in this league. Someone coming saying, off the bench. If there's someone you really want that's going to require a package like that, you do it. There'll certainly be other options here. I, I've kept my eye on I don't Eric think Rudy would, would, would require uh, giving up a first-round pick that you just drafted. I don't think – Eric like Gordon – Stop talking about Rudy Gay. Eric Gordon would – I'm sorry, man, but we got here, Jimmy. Like, realistically, teams are going to give you – Teams are going to give you all here. Here's our, our best – shooter that we've had the last couple no of years. No kidding. Like, oh, I happen. know that. No, that, that's oh, the thing is everybody away. has warts, much like, again, Miles Turner Shit. has warts. J.J. Redick. You know? Are you kidding me? On this team? I'd love it. Certain. Yeah, sure. and that, that's another option. You, you could bring in multiple players, and that's what we started off talking this about. Use that to absorb multiple salaries from a team if it comes to that. <laughs> Danny was talking about, like, he, he had four players in mind, it seemed like. <laughs> yeah, that, that's crazy to think about. But where we're at now and whether they did the Indiana trade, the whether they did the Indiana trade or this, the better spot that they're in this year is they can match salaries in a trade now. Last year, they couldn't do any trade that they could imagine because they didn't have the salaries to do it. Now you have thirty as much as $30 million to match, so you're in a better place inherently no matter what assets you think you have because you can actually mathematically do any trade that you want to which is good. Now, you might not think you have the stuff to get it done, but at least you can do it if you get to that place. Okay. Uh, let's, let's, I got to pay some bills here. Uh, let the, yep. let the, we got to do the long read. We okay. got to let, let the folks at home know about our, our sponsor all for this season. Segment. Yep. Our sponsor, they're here with us. We could be here all season long. Uh, Manscaped. Well, we got we to gotta, we gotta sell some and then they'll, then they'll re-up. So everyone listen up. We're doing our best. Um, Stop those stockings, kids. This Christmas is, perfect, is coming, yes. guys. So, yeah, Christmas is coming. Uh, here to remind you, uh, take your biggest grooming and hygiene needs from head to toe with the all-in-one Manscaped Performance Package Kit, okay? So for your most aggressive hair below the waist, Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer is a must. Uh, Manscaped goes one step further, release the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. They've got the Performance Package, which includes the Crop Preserver, which is deodorant for, uh, for you know, um, foot powder, the foot duster. Uh, if you want to smell good everywhere, there's a uh, manscaped cologne. Uh, on top of that, there's a shed travel bag where you carry all of your goods, uh, anti-chafing boxer briefs that hold the entire package together. And all you really need to do to get this going is go to manscaped.com and enter the code garden 20. What's up, Jimmy? Sorry. I'm listening. 
Enter the code garbage. What do you got? You got a funny text or something? What happened? No, he's just crushing the read, man. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code GARDEN20 at manscaped.com. Once again, manscaped.com, 20% off and free shipping. Use the code GARDEN20. Guys, you want to put a bow on this trade exception conversation before we move on? Yeah, let's do it. What do you got? So, again, dream scenario. Of all of the players who have been mentioned out there, and again, whether it's now or midseason, what pick a player or need? <laughs> or don't just Joe Sway. Joe Sway. Joe Sway just just ran away. Gone. Like, I, I'm, I'm out. I'm sticking with Gordon, and I explained it already. The situation in Orlando, the fit. Uh, he's sort of a four style player. I like the athleticism too, as well, for sure. You know, and they they asked Andy about building. He'll play four here. And he's still a wing. So you have the three wings and you keep that thing going that you want to do here. And again, untapped potential there. He's played on a team his whole career that's just defense, defense, defense. You unlock some of his offense here playing with other players. Uh, he's on a bigger deal. It's not a Buddy Heald-like deal, but you'd be picking up enough salary so you're going into the tax getting him. But I think he's someone you could reasonably say completes this core with I, the other two I like there. him too, but if you're going into the tax, do you prefer him or healed? Him. More versatile, more room for growth. I think he was talking about Barnes? Uh, no, uh, Gordon. Gordon. The other Gordon. Not Aaron, Gordon. Aaron, Aaron, not Eric. <laughs> taking heels. You like the shooter? Yeah, Too like expensive, not enough. And not enough upside there, I don't think. Yeah, I don't love his price tag. I'm with you on that. Um but for, for what this team needs and, and what, what he could bring, yeah, I, I think that would be ideal. I think he plugs in where Hayward left, too. And he's cheaper. There's upside there. He's had a little bit of an injury history, which is concerning. But, again, you get what you get with this. Are there any other bigger names, big names in that in that tier? Bob? That's kind of where we're at when you're looking at the money available. Gordon's right at that number. I don't think you're going into the tax. He's 18-1 with two years remaining. Okay. And so it's going down, which is good that, too. That's not terrible. Um, it's just a matter of whether or not you need I, I think the high I think the price here is very high. Uh he's by far you you'd be talking about uh multiple first round picks or other other players on your team to get this deal done. It's not just for money. It's not a yeah. salary dump. So it, right. it then comes down to, again, the thing we were talking about with Jimmy is he's the best name in a vacuum, but to get him, you have to give something of value. And in order for that thing to have value, they have to show value for you first. So again, it's either Nes Naismith comes in and lights it up and you're like, we got something, or it's Romeo on a bounce back and he starts looking good, which again, there might not be enough time for that to happen this year. Uh, with not him this year, but yeah. oh, in multiple picks, that Gordon is not cheap. The money makes it work, but you have to give real things to get him. The thing you can consider with Orlando too, though, is they have some bad contracts there too, that they could try to get off their books. And that's what we think about when we think of this exception, you can absorb a lot of money. So let's say it's 18 for Gordon. You could take a Ross possibly in this deal. You could take a Mo Bamba guys that they just don't want to pay that they don't want to have on their roster anymore, because let's look at the East. Where's Orlando fitting in, in this conference for years to come? They're not teams are getting better. Charlotte got better. Uh, you have Detroit on the come up somewhat. Uh, you Cleveland, like all these teams are just shooting ahead of them. It feels like so 
you hope that they get in that desperate situation this year where they just want to offload money and start over and maybe tank for this next draft coming up. Cool. All right. What else? Well, well, we're moving on. Not t- if, if you're waiting for something bigger, you're waiting for next offseason. And Joe Sway already explained I'm that's saying a big risk. The biggest prize that fits within what they're talking about, like I said, is Gordon, which they can afford. But again, that's going to cost them assets, a lot of stuff, a lot of yeah. stuff. that They might not even have it. Right now, they only have it if these guys play well. We keep saying it. But right now, I don't know how you even get that done just for the money. So you're looking at that second tier depth of guys who might come in off of your bench and provide second unit offense here, a little bit of wing depth, whatever it is you need, but not a game changing sort of talent here. Again, not unless you roll the dice into the off season and something changes where this is again, where if your rookies, if, if some of your younger players in year two or the rookies show serious value, you may be able to roll them up into something bigger that we haven't talked about yet. But right now, the list is very uninspiring, which, again, I'm going to keep coming back to, you know, mm-hmm. Turner. Please don't. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. It, it could turn into – I just – at the end of the day, I think the Celtics fans who are like, we got the trade exception – I don't know what I don't know if that's going to get you anything. That Imagine you're if this ends with a trade for Miles Turner. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> that would be amazing, and I would say it's, suck it to all the Celtics fans who just said how bad he was because now they're going to be, be seeing his praise. Oh my god, they'd be like, "We got Turner. He's going to be so good under Brad." <laughs> and he did it again. He got him anyways. Like you know, like, it, uh, would it be stunning? It wouldn't be stunning, would it? No, I wouldn't no, be shocked at all. It's a real, it's a real possibility. What would it's happen? Funny. Yeah. It, what, it's funny nobody's mentioning it. And Jimmy, I love that. We'll bash Celtics fans will be bashing him all this time as soon as he comes here. Like, oh, this guy's great. Just what we need. Uh, anyway. Bobby, there's no way to get him for the same reasons. There's no way they can use their exception for anybody else. That's available. No they don't Anything of value to get. Un- unless Indiana desperately is like, I, I do not yeah, want to I mean, pay this sure. guy. And I, you know, and I want the trade exception. And it's just a freaking hot potato you just keep passing around. <laughs> right. But, don't yeah. sleep on Indy. I'm telling you, they have a stacked starting lineup. I mean, their depth is, without looking at They're it, probably cheap. cheaper than the Celtics. They're yeah. an extremely cheap right. team. Let's get into a couple little things today. We found out the Celtics opened the season December 23rd versus the Bucks in Milwaukee. Not a ton of fun to talk about. What is fun to talk about is Kyrie Irving, <laughs> Christmas Day, TD Garden, no fans. The Grinch himself. Comes to Boston uh, on Christmas. Kyrie Day. gets his wish. He gets to come back here to no fans. <laughs> <laughs> but we've been scripted. He will play in this game. He will play in this game. Oh, 100%. But we've been. He'll play in the preseason fan- game in a couple of weeks. We've been fantasizing dream scenarios of what we want to see happen to Kyrie in this game. So let's just share some of these here. Uh, you know, how do you think that this thing goes? Like, is this the game that Kyrie scores 75 points and the Nets win by 100? And no. it's like, no, there's no chance that Marcus Martin and Jalen Brown are going to let Kyrie Irving do that to them. I mean, if they do shame on them, because after what he did to them, pretty much, you know, every, everything, but just spit in their faces, essentially, basically told them they were trash, you know, wrote them off, like talk down to them, talk to the media, basically about them to their, you know, while they're sitting in the freaking chair in the locker room. Like, I mean, the whole saga with Kyrie here was so embarrassing that, if you're Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and, and those guys, you have so much pride where you like 
that is a game that you just cannot wait. You're not going to sleep much on Christmas. It's not because you're thinking about Santa Claus coming that night. You're, you're thinking about showing up and just giving everything you have to just shut Kyrie Irving down. And if Jalen Brown doesn't dunk all over Kyrie Irving uh, on Christmas Day, then Christmas is ruined. Kyrie's Kyrie's <laughs> gonna get Kyrie's gonna get Jalen Brown up in the air so many times. <laughs> Uh, no, he's going to ask Brad to guard him. Jalen's going to have four fouls in the first two minutes trying to friggin' Jalen's going to have to cut a three pointer into the friggin' into the rafters. He's going to oh, be, man. he's going to, Jalen can't stay on his feet. Kyrie is just going to friggin' have him on a string. Hey, let, let, let's remember that Kyrie is the second best player on that team. Kevin Durant oh, is back. And. <laughs> it's, it's just certain if, if Kevin Achilles, though so I, I've been with that Joe Sway I'm skeptical. the first couple of weeks yeah I'm skeptical of what he's gonna look like at first coming back especially on the defensive end this was an all-world defender before he went down with that injury so if they're gonna use him at center and stuff like that I'll be interested to see how this goes but offensively Everything you hear about who he's been working out with in the offseason and all that stuff is that he's as good as ever. He's been lights out. So oh, this guy's going to be a problem. And Brown, yeah, you know what else Brown's going to have to be on him. You know what else happens in the offseason? Ben Simmons hits a bunch of threes and we all freak out. Okay. <laughs> I don't give I don't give a crap about offseason workouts. Okay. That doesn't mean either. anything. Hey, I'm just saying there's Achilles looking pretty good, John. Absolute killer injury for basketball players. So this team, all right, so Say Durant's out of the fold and not himself has a whole year, like a 19 Hayward year. This team's useless. I mean, they've been a seven or eight seed for all those years with the scrappy young guys. Kyrie has never proven to move the needle much on his team above like a four or five seed. This so, is going to be the most fun team to root for. I mean, root against. So, oh. yeah, this team this team is dictated by Kevin Durant. Now, I, now this that, is going to be the now, biggest dumpster fire. Is there more unlikable? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm biased here. But is there a more unlikable one-two combination in the NBA than no right now? Kyrie. I mean, after, yeah. I mean, after Westbrook just got traded. Westbrook just got traded. Yeah, exactly. The two, thi- the two thinnest, skinned, the two thinnest skinned guys in the universe. Actually, Westbrook falls in there I mean, too. People, I know people don't like LeBron just because they're jealous. No, LeBron's but, the know, best. LeBron, yeah, LeBron's the best. And then AD's just AD. Like, there's not really much to hate. I mean, you can hate that he went to LA, but in terms of personality, like, Kyrie and Durant have to be far and away the most, like, annoying one-two but combination. They're different cases to me if we think about what they've done in the league. Durant brought his team to the finals in 2012, put on historic performances not in about 17. Skill. He's, just a, he's just a thin-skinned friggin' whiner. Yeah, he's I'm just not, I'm not knocking their skill. I mean, he's let's so be honest, tender. Bobby. He went over there to, with the Warriors, got two championships, and I still don't think they like the dude. Kevin like, Durant, you know, I just, Kevin Durant like, probably for sure. I'm saying he moves the needle, right though. We're, we're oh not, yeah, no, he definitely moves the needle, but no, I, I just, just I don't know. I don't, sex as a human. Yeah, I don't know what he's gonna yeah, right. what he's gonna look like on the floor. And, and, and if you're the Celtics, and if you're Jalen, and yeah, of course you have that. You have to keep that energy, not only because you're playing against Kyrie Irving, but also because of this is a message to the entire Eastern Conference. You know, I, I see teams or, or websites rather uh, ranking the, the Brooklyn Nets above the Celtics already. The, the team that just finished in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Miami Heat already is below the Brooklyn Nets, even before the Kemba News and all that stuff. So if you're in the Celtics, like, you need to take that personal. If you're Jalen Brown and, and, and Jason Tatum, this is your team now. Those two have to take the mantle and send a message to the rest of the league. I, I want these two guys averaging no less than, than 50 points that first week of the season. Are you kidding me? They better. Uh, let's make our- no ma- 
Let's make no mistake though. Even in odds before the Hayward thing, dead even. Let's make no mistake. Let's make no mistake, Josue though, and I think you'll agree with this. If Duran is right, they're the team to beat in the East. If he's right, I agree with that. But but the big if though is can can they can those two coexist? How does Steve Nash play a part in all this thing? Because to me, it's gonna get. It's gonna get uh, cloudy before it actually, you know, things. Hey, Durant, Durant made Durant made the finals with Westbrook. Durant made the finals playing alongside Curry. If he's Durant, he'll make the finals with Kyrie. So that's a big question. I don't care about what Kyrie's doing this or that. If it's his team, they're not gonna do well. We've just seen it in the past. The best he's I, done is the four seed with the Celtics. Here's the truth. Yeah. But I don't know if they have enough though, man. Golden State. That was a, it's one of the greatest teams of all time that he joined. You know, I, I don't know. If you don't think, if you I don't, don't think, think they're gonna be. Go ahead, Jimmy. Sorry. I think the Nets. I I think the Nets will give the Celtics a problem, but overall, I don't know if that. If even if if Durant's himself, there's going to be serious growing pains in his Nets team because Kyrie hasn't shown me anything about being a leader yet. He was the first option last year. The Nets don't want the Nets. Don't even want Kyrie. The Nets. The (laughs) Kyrie is there because because he came Durant because he came with Durant. If if they had their way, they they they'd swap out Kyrie for a different person if they could they just they it was a, have to it was a package deal you guys remember that awkward like week and a half where it was reported that maybe durant wasn't gonna go all of a sudden oh brooklyn's considering trading Kyrie. like it was like a week long yeah. like wait a minute whoa we didn't sign up for this yeah. where's kevin what are you talking about <laughs> it. yeah i can't wait for it to all unfold because it, it's it's gonna be something and i'll say this it's the best soap opera what sports to, guy, what? the nba Tell i us. think it's the so York, simple new, it's gonna come down to what happens on the court the NBA needs the New York Knicks to be great again. And if you're an NBA player and, you, and you're and you scared of playing in New York because you can't handle the pressure, then shame on you because Madison Square Garden is the best place in all of sports to play in, in, in the United States. Hockey or basketball, boxing, college basketball, whatever it is. So shame on you if you're an NBA player and you don't want to play for the Knicks because you're scared um, of like the media or the fans. The Nets had a better team. Nets are trash, man. <laughs> the Knicks aren't trash. They've been the worst team in they the are. league for a decade. They, they, they are. No, well, they are. So, so be the yeah, guy. Yeah, well, Jimmy's saying it started from scratch, you know? They're be doing the that with the Nets. They, they just have up. a better supporting cast. That's what it came down to, I think. The Nets, though, it's the freaking Brooklyn Nets. There's nothing to them. Like, there's they've, no they've been a playoff team. They have a cast of playoff it's not players about in place. That. It's not about that, Bobby. It's about the culture. Now here's oh, no 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 guy no Jimmy it's about uh you know uh, Kyrie wants to go back home you know he's it's about so you guys, yeah, the Brooklyn yeah, Bridge he's, he's going back home like oh Jersey I love Jersey so much like, come on man. you guys do have a point though if they that thing last year with Atkinson drove me up the wall because he was oh, a good voice man. for that team he built them up he turned that just, franchise around and so if they, and so if they choose that team because of the pieces in place there and then they deconstruct it as it seems like they want to do by getting rid of these great young players. I love those young players there on that team. That's where it's going to head solid. They want a training camp. They're going to walk into the cafeteria. Kyrie's going to put his tray down next to KD <laughs> and he's going to point to everyone else at the table and be like, you can't sit here. You can't sit here. You can't sit here. <laughs> no, like he's just a friggin' he's just a mean girl. You know, like it's all. Oh. Funny John. You know, funny, <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I feel like more more or less, he did that with Tatum. It was like, all right, you're my guy. Everyone else, I don't know Everyone about else, I want nothing to do with you. Yeah. yeah. I want to like, get well soon, but, you know, all the cool kids, we're, we're going to be over here. All right, guys? Like the, the Nets are so scared of Kyrie that they've literally hired, like, four different coaches because they, they I think they want to, like, 
I think Steve Nash is just trying to put as many guys in front of him as possible to like take the and take the fire before he's got he's got Jacques Vaughn coaching defense. He's got Mike D'Antoni coaching offense. It's like these guys are all going to be in, in the front lines when Kyrie comes storming in in the locker room. Steve Nash, Steve Nash is going to be off to the side somewhere. And they have built. It's unbelievable. They built quite a cast of Kyrie control there. That's such a great point, Jimmy. I just it, can't wait crazy. for the. For, for the for the shot of that timeout where he snatched the clipboard from Steve Nash and draws his own play. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. I'm telling you right now, it's gonna happen. Maybe yeah. he might not snatch Look, it away from him, but we're gonna see that he's moment. Already where told us like, he's gonna do wow, it. Kyrie's a leader now. Look at him, he's drawing plays, he's oh. vocal and he gonna be one of the weirdest. He told us he's gonna cast. do it. He did say that actually. He already, he already said it. He actually said I, I'm gonna be calling plays. Really need here, a coach. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't need a coach. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He's like, we've got coaches here. Like, sometimes we can coach. You know, I'm like, oh, that's sometimes not I'll be a coach. Oh, hey, it, it yeah. is clear. If Durant's not right, this is going to crash and burn. They'll be no better than the sixth seed. Yeah, it'll yeah, be fun. Like what Kyrie's doing right now, I feel like this is like the future of the NBA, but in a bad, bad way. Like, how much control players are going to have. Like, it'll be next level. Hey, look like what's he, happened like, with the Clippers. That. Whatever the happened Clip to Harden about to go there, that was that seemed to look at a massive momentum, and then it didn't happen. Yeah. Kyrie. Kyrie was like, he did it that real quick. Kyrie's like, I will take Kevin Durant, and I will leave here today. <laughs> <laughs> So these games matter. I will. I will take Kevin my ball. Durant in the back. Kyrie, yeah. who are you talking to? You? No one, man. No one. Hey, no I'm going to tape up Kevin Durant, and I'm going to throw him in my truck, and we're out of here. Don't how mess much stock we? How much stock can we even put into these first two games? These are the only two games we know of, right, on the schedule. I mean, you're not going to. Yeah, they're going to release. We'll probably know the first Romeo, half of the schedule so. tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I feel like it'll days. be like an unofficial preseason that first week, at least. Yeah, I mean, I, you know what I hate? Almost don't even matter. I get Christmas being marquee matchups. That's fine. I hate throwing away a good matchup like Milwaukee on Me night too. one. Like the major baseball does this all the time. They put Sox Yankees in April. Don't do that. You have enough yeah. juice when the season starts to watch anything. Save good matchups for later in the season, mid season, and build them up a little bit. I hate throwing away a Boston Milwaukee earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah. this is the third year in a row that they've done this, John. Now that you mention it. Yeah, I There's hate always that. Milwaukee. The first, the first three games, they're always either, either they go to Milwaukee or, or they come here. Save it, save it. You know, do the other ones. I, but I can't wait to see when the Charlotte game is. That'll be fun. Because uh, oh, here's a question: Knowing what you know now about Gordon Hayward and him choosing to go to Charlotte, is it more suitable to boo him? I know. I think it was Bobby <laughs> who said you can't boo him. But I now didn't you say that. Now, now, There's nobody to boo. Somebody said you shouldn't boo him. Maybe it was Joe Sway. It was one of you. It was me. Yeah, it was me. I mean, okay, knowing what you know now, I mean, he, he he didn't want to play in Boston anymore. He didn't like it here. He didn't want to be fifth wheel or whatever you want to call it. And he and he screwed. He said, screw you guys, I'm out. So you can't boo him? He's going to so, get booed. Hey. I, I don't I don't think he get booed, but as a man, you know, born and raised in this culture, oh, he's getting booed. Yeah, no question. <laughs> and everything he said the last couple of days, that's only made it worse. So, yeah, he's going to get booed. All right. We, we're going to wrap it up. We've been doing this a bit. Bobby, you got a final thought? I guess if, if no one's in there, it'll be up to us. And we right now, we're two to one. Joe Sway's not booing. Me and Jimmy are going to be in there like, boo. <laughs> I'm not going to be booing. Oh, I mean, if you're a fan, <laughs> go for it. Like, I'm, not I'm a, just kidding. Like I said, I'm not a boo, not boo guy. All I'm saying is they have a thousand. You're booing spirit. They have a thousand percent right to boo him. So. 
right, no worries. There. Once again, shout out to the sponsor one last time. 20% off free shipping with the code GARDEN20 at manscaped.com. That's our sponsor, Manscaped. Go get some. Go get yourself a lawnmower, a weed yeah. whacker. 3.0. 3. And, and yeah. do it right now. Don't wait until a week before Christmas because uh, yes, that shipping takes a while. Yeah. Let that get in there. These things are freaking in demand. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, so get some, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I love, we love these. We love doing these. Uh, we love you telling us that we're terrible um, and that we're dumb. <laughs> Uh, or that every once in a while we make a good point. Bobby has a lot of fans. They uh, love me. You know, across Lots of good corner. reviews. They like Bobby. Uh, but it's fun doing these conversations. We're going to do them all year long. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. That way you get notified the second we go live. Um, yeah. Every Wednesday at 8, anytime there's real news, breaking news, and then throughout the season, we'll be doing post-game shows, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, so, uh, can you guys get sponsored by the cheese shop Robin went to? Yeah, we're going to try. I was actually thinking, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie, Benjamin. I actually thought of doing a show live from outside the cheese shop. It's just really oh, cold. Oh man. I literally, no joke, Bobby. I almost went to the cheese shop to do the I was going to say, did you ride your bike down there? If, I was there's on, no, if there was no pandemic, I'm in, I'm down. I'm, I'm one to Brazil loves Bobby. We just found out. Holy wow. Woo. Sit a chair and a table down with my Wi-Fi, my hotspot, and just tra broadcast from the cheese shop. It's not Let's too broadcast far. from Brazil. How about that? Yeah. Fresh cheese. Yeah. I'm down. Shoot, I'm down. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be. Hey, Brazil sounds nice right now because it's getting chilly out there. I got this legend hoodie on. You know, trying to stay warm. It it's might be the only place that. where the coronavirus is worse, though. No. So, might be it might be a tough spot. I don't know. I haven't checked the numbers in a while, but uh, <laughs> in an hour. Yeah. Uh, so again, thank you, everybody. Uh, Josue Pavone, Heavy.com, Jimmy Toscano, Bobby uh, Manning, CLNS Media, and Celtics. Subscribe, Club. guys. Subscribe. Subscribe. We got games in two weeks. Can't wait. Right. I mean, it's only going to get it's it's going to get hot and heavy here. Going to get crazy, G. It's going to get crazy, G. We'll have some preseason <laughs> action. We'll get to see uh, at least. We'll you got to turn this way. Yeah, we'll see Naismith a little bit. That'll be something. Uh, you know, know 2.0. It's been a really short layoff. They're not going to look a lot different than they looked when we saw them last. So this is what we got. But uh, we will see you guys at the at the latest next week, if not 